Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hey there, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. So um, we should tell you that we originally recorded this episode, what, like last year? In a burst Something of like optimism. Yeah. Because at the time, uh, people were talking about vaccines and we got really excited and thought, oh, soon everyone's going to be able to work outside the home and travel with abandon. Didn't quite work out that way. No. Uh but that's okay because it gives us the opportunity to re-record this episode and do a an even better version. So today we're talking, and you know, barring any other global chaos, we're talking about getting up from your own kitchen table or your own office and actually being able to work outside of your home. It's been a while since I've done it, to be honest. <laughs> since left my home physically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, so maybe that's a good place to start. Kate, where yeah. are some of your favorite places to work outside of your your home office? Yeah, I always say the hotel lobby is my favorite one yeah. because you can go to some really, really nice swanky hotels. Like maybe you wouldn't pay to stay the night there, but you can hang out in a beautiful lobby space. They have Wi-Fi, And at the end of the day, you can go to the lobby bar and get a, get a martini, get a cocktail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, just a fun change of scenery. You see people watching. Yeah. Gets you out of the house. Yeah. That was actually a, a tip that my dad had given me. It's like independent from, from you also doing it. Um, and yeah, the, the thing is if you just walk in and act like you belong there, yep. nobody's going to question it. Also, you're not mm -hmm. bothering anyone. So yeah. go in, get a different change of, get a change of scenery. And yeah, to your point, 
pop over and get some coffee from their from their coffee shop or or mm-hmm. whatever if you want to support them, show appreciation for the fact that you're you're working from there. But I agree, lobbies from at hotels can be a really really great place. Um, mm-hmm. Also, you know, kind of standard go tos are coffee shops. Mm-hmm. It definitely depends on the coffee shop. I've been to some that have been just fantastic, exactly what you want, and then somewhere. I've I've just noticed all the Starbucks near me, for some reason, all the people that work there are shouting at each other, constantly shouting at each other. Uh, But, you know, then I learn and I go to uh, a new place. Um, My, actually, my absolute favorite was a, is, it's still there, thank goodness, um, is a a little coffee shop kind of restaurant in Barcelona. There are a couple of them, um, but this one in the Gothic Quarter, the Federal Cafe. So if you're going to Barcelona, I can't speak to the other one, but the, the Gothic Quarter, fantastic. The food is fantastic. The the vibe is fantastic. I don't think I've ever been as productive as when I would sit down there in the morning, open my computer, get a cappuccino and also, you know, full breakfast because it was very good food. Um, but that's the thing about working outside the home is it, for me, and I think for a lot of people, and I know for you, having a different environment opens mm-hmm. up to opens up different realms of creativity. Yeah, for sure. You just, you know, it's like taking a walk and I know that can sometimes be valuable for people too, but just the change of scenery, getting fresh ideas. And frankly, sometimes it helps with focus for me. Um, sometimes it's just hard to focus in the house. You're distracted by, for me, it's, oh, there's laundry or, oh, there's something to cook or, oh, there's something to, there's so many things you can do. So to remove yourself from that environment to a place that is essentially your office and like going to an office where there's not really many distractions. I guess there are distractions and depending on your office, but it's a work environment. It's made for work. There's no, you're not going to go take a nap in the library (laughs) corner, um, which another great spot to go. I love going to libraries. They're free, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. Most of them, I guess there are private libraries too, but most libraries are free, Uh, free Wi-Fi, And, you know, some cafes, now you might, it might be a time limit on a you know your table or obviously you want to support them while you're there library there's zero expectation of it that's what it's there for it's there for people to work to read to be and it's quiet it's very quiet so if you need mm-hmm. a quiet area but um yeah really helpful with focus yeah exactly and i i find that just being in being in a different environment. And yes, sometimes if it can be a little bit louder because it is actually a place of business and, you know, put in your, put in your headphones or earbuds or or whatever it is that you use. Um, or you, you know, you can even put on music and your earbuds as you're sitting, but the fact that, the fact that you're not going to get interrupted. I know that some of us have, if we have kids at home or have significant others or roommates or what have you, sometimes the people around us don't understand that because we're home, it doesn't mean that we're available. Mm-hmm. That, and I, you know, I know some people have had to put up like signs that say, unless somebody's bleeding, do not open this door. Um, and that can work. But, uh, but to your point, even just being in, being in a separate spot gives 
gives you that that physical distance from thinking about home activities and home responsibilities and and all that kind of thing. And I will often too, if there's a part of my day when I know that I have to do brainstorming, or I know that I have to maybe start a new project for a client or just start a new project, um, I will schedule time to go to, you know, go to a coffee shop for just a couple hours. You know, my plan is not to spend the day there, but spend Mm -hmm. maybe an hour or maybe two, um, to jumpstart the work that I need to do, to start it completely fresh in a, with a fresh brain and in a fresh environment. So that if you're like, well, I don't want, what am I going to do? Spend eight hours in a Starbucks? No, by no means. Um, I, don't think, I don't think the people at Starbucks would like them that before. Much. Have you really? <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. If not eight, probably like six, but yeah. That's a long it was like, time. A lot of caffeine, a lot of caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, don't recommend I mean, it. Don't recommend these are it. Businesses <laughs> with tables, and I think yeah. Starbucks has kind of moved away a little bit from really encouraging you to come in with your laptop. They 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 kind of do, but they're also kind of like mm, they're limited spots. Um, so yeah, if you're going to be there for I don't know 12, 18 hours, the way that Kate is apparently, um, you you probably should keep purchasing to, Which, to yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, they aren't just your free space, but on top of that too, there are, um, there are co-working spaces mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily have to have a, a membership. You can get a monthly membership, but they also have, um, you know, limit like five days a month or mm-hmm. drop-in passes that you can purchase yep. if, which is especially great if you are traveling and you don't want to maybe work in the hotel room or the hotel lobby. Um, you can drop into drop into you know we work or co-working or I forget all the other names for them um, but there are also yeah, there are a lot niche of independent ones, ones too exactly. yeah local ones yeah I've been to mm-hmm. a few of those um, in Germany I went to a bunch and I think it's all about finding testing a few because you might go to one which I did the first one I was like co-working spaces aren't for me uh, but it was really because I was the only woman and no one talked to each other which was very interesting people were very very focused even at the end of the day um so it just wasn't the right community. Um, but uh, depending again, where you go, they can be a great networking opportunity too. And uh, I think if I had, had I gone back to this one, maybe after, you know, you, you see someone once, you're not going to necessarily become best acquaintances with, with them. But if you start going to someplace regularly, you see some of the same people, Oh, Hey, Oh, what are you working on? What do you do? It's a great opportunity to meet other uh, other freelancers, other entrepreneurs, other folks that might need your services, potential clients. Um, and so it can be a great, great networking and connection opportunity for connections there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, when I was in North Carolina, I was in a small town and there weren't co-working spaces there, but it was about an hour North to Raleigh Durham area and they had co-working spaces. So it's a great way to kind of get out of your bubble and meet, meet new people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Explore the area around you. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's important if <laughs> I, I love where I live, love my home, love, you know, but the, everything is just one direction. So I have to take the same street to get everywhere, which I find deeply boring. So I will look for coffee shops that are in different towns that take me in a different mm-hmm. direction. Cause it, it's an opportunity to explore the other towns and that's important where you live. But also if you are, I, if you're either traveling and working or if you're, you know, trying on that kind of digital nomad life for, for mm-hmm. trying it on for size, um, as I've done 
usually like three or four months at a time, which looking forward to getting back to that soon. Um, it's, it's a great way to explore and it helps you add a little bit of structure to your day. You work in the morning and maybe you go into, and there are a lot of areas that have dedicated spots for digital nomads or, you know, meetup places. There are some mm-hmm. places, um, we stayed at one in, oh, I forget which Central American country it was, but it was lovely. And uh, it was it was a co-working and living place. So you would book a room there and you would stay there and sleep there. But then they also, but everybody was digital nomads. So everybody was working during the day and then kind of socializing in, in the evening. Um, so there are a lot of really fun opportunities if you're traveling as well. If you think, all right, well, I want to travel, but I also, I need to get work done, but I also don't want to be just, because I've tried that too. Just like, all right, I'm sitting here in my Airbnb. <sighs> you run into the same problems as when you're working from home. You might as well just mm-hmm. be at home if you're not out exploring. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great reminder. I feel like if you are going to travel and work, take some time off somewhere in there. Take some dedicated time to actually vacation and enjoy wherever the place is that you're going. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. speaking of, do you, where are you working remotely from next? Where am I working remotely from next? Wait, that's a great question. Um, I you have a lot think coming up. I do have a lot coming up. I'll be, is it North Carolina? I think it's North, or is it Virginia? Yeah. I probably should check my tickets. I don't know. I'm going somewhere. And then Milwaukee, I'm speaking an event in Milwaukee, then Las Vegas, then down to Phoenix. And then I kind of might just keep going for a little while. We'll see. Why not? But that's the kind of the great thing about our jobs. I mean, if you're freelance, if you're obviously if you're on staff and they expect you to come into an office, it's a little bit trickier, um, but you might be able to negotiate some time to work away from home. Uh, but as long as, you know, there, there are a couple of things that you have to make sure that you have, right? Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi mm-hmm. is non-negotiable. Yeah. Um, the nice thing is, is that more and more, there's just Wi-Fi all over. The interesting thing is in many other countries outside of the U.S., and actually I don't know about Canada, I should find out, but in many other countries outside of the U.S., everywhere has Wi-Fi. A restaurant has Wi-Fi. Every cafe has Wi-Fi. Like it's the ex- the standard is that, you know, the pubs have Wi-Fi. The standard is that they have Wi-Fi, whereas in the U.S., Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I feel like there are a couple of places that you know will have Wi-Fi, and otherwise it's like, meh, best of luck to you. Use your data. You know Starbucks will have Wi-Fi. Starbucks will, Panera will, yeah. Cafe Nero's will, you know, a couple other places. Um, but Wi-Fi is a non-negotiable. Um, and even if you think Wi-Fi, oh, I'm going to find places that have it. My Airbnb has it. My hotel has it, whatever. Bring a Wi-Fi device. I forget what they're called. We'll link to it in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Bring it with you because you need you need Wi-Fi if it goes out or if something happens that's yeah. happening. Um, and I've tried to tether my phone before, but then I'm in an area without cell service. Anyway, yeah. you want Wi-Fi. Yeah. Bring it with it. Bring it with you. Keep it charged. I've made that mistake yep. too. Like, oh, I've got it. Oh, yep. I didn't leave it plugged into the wall. It's not charged. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you may, depending on if you're, and I, you know, not to go too far into the traveling, but if you're going further, you might want to look into a VPN just to make it a little bit easier to connect with things, um, to kind of mask your IP address if you're hypothetically, if you're going to Central America. Um, but uh, there, you know, there, there's just some little practical things that will, that will keep you from getting into trouble. Yes. You know, backup power, all that kind of stuff. But um but the did we figure out what it's called? The thing that goes over your keys on your laptop? I call it a keyboard protector. We'll link keyboard to that protector. Too. It's yes. like a little silicone mat, if you Covery will. thing but, that goes over yeah. the keys. And so you I, can still type. You can still type while yeah. it's on. Yeah. But the point is, is that if you are hypothetically someone who likes to work and snack at the same time, perhaps I am such a person. And you tend to get crumbs in the keys of your laptop. And even if you're like, there isn't any room to get crumbs in there. Oh, believe me. Even if you're on a Mac, you can absolutely get crumbs in there. Um, When I was in Nicaragua, I was, it was an extended stay. This was one of those three or four month stays. And uh, I was working on my computer. This was such a cool, cool place. We had an apartment and there was a a pool within the apartment. And so the pool was open, the kitchen was open. And I mean, there were all kinds of uh, different kinds of like different kinds of pests and you've never seen cockroaches so big. Yeah. Um, And then at night a a bat would come and dive bomb us as we ate dinner, but otherwise delightful. But my point was um, I was typing, doing work for a client. And all of a sudden I noticed that I can't remember which one it was. It was, but it was either the M or the R key wouldn't work because this one likes to snack while she does work. And I just assume crumbs had gotten in there and I was like first of all uh real hard to write copy without m's or r's and let's say it's r just for the sake of um no it was an m anyway uh real hard to write copy without m but also the password to my computer before I had the touch entry the password to my computer had m's in it uh now luckily I shook the computer a little bit uh was able to dislodge it but that protector is key, but that's another yeah, good it's thing. Like you... six bucks too, whether you're working outside yeah. the home or not. Yeah, get one of those. Yeah, but you also need some kind of backup if you're going to be traveling yes. far yeah. outside the home. You need some kind of backup computer, whether it's mm-hmm. you're going to use a, a, a tablet or whether you have like a just kind of a crummy, not super swanky computer. Um, some kind of backup. Yeah, backup, backup chargers, chargers for all your devices. If you are traveling to another country, obviously the little um, adapter for the plugs, mm-hmm. um, so you can plug it in and mm-hmm. charge it. There's a little, little like brush you can get that can brush crumbs out. So should you notice crumbs going in, you can try to try <laughs> to get them, them out. out. Yes. Yes. Well, and I was going to say too, you know, we think about oh, chargers only if you're going long distance. If you're going anywhere with your computer. Don't leave your charger at home. If you're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the coffee shop. And I... mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're working on something, you need to be able to save it. You can't get to that moment where it's like, oh, your computer's going to shut down. In Or if you're on a Zoom call with a client and, oh, your computer's going to shut down in 10 minutes unless you plug into something. If you don't have a charger, you're out of luck. Yeah. Also great 
reminder to have some sort of cloud storage. You need cloud storage regardless. Um, but particularly, uh, should anything happen, should your backup computer fail, you can get on, go to a library, go to their computers, get into your cloud-based storage, whether it's Google Drive, Dropbox, whatever. Um, but so all your files, you can access them regardless. Internet mm-hmm. Cafe, I don't even know if they still have those, but you want a cloud-based solution so that if anything happens to your machine, it doesn't matter. It's saved. All of your documents are saved, auto-saving to the cloud. When I think, you know, we say like, oh, if anything happens, here's the thing. At <laughs> some point, happens. exactly. At some point, something will happen. Your computer will not last forever. And yeah. there's never any like, oh, maybe this is, I mean, or maybe there's like, well, that's weird that it's doing this. And then the next day you try to turn it on and it's just blank screen. If you have your work saved on your computer, and this is again, no matter where you are, if you have your work saved on your computer and not anywhere else, you are in big trouble. It's going to happen that your computer is going to die. The Mm -hmm. key is that you are not in trouble if and when it does. Again, not if, when it does. Yeah. Some other things to think about um, when you're meeting with clients, you want a relatively quiet space. Um, so being in the coffee shop working while you take that client meeting might not be the best place. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where co-working spaces, libraries can come in handy. They often have rooms that you can go to like a study room or a private call room or whatever. Um, so definitely note your meetings so that you're out and about. Um, and speaking of clients, I know people say, well, it's up to you whether you tell them or not if you're traveling. Um, I err on the side of tell your clients, especially if, you know, just so they know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe you're setting boundaries, which I eventually did when I was in Germany for four years. I finally, by like year two or three, it was pretty late, uh, said, yeah, I'm not going to take calls after nine o'clock my time. Um, that gives clients all the way, all my clients were East coast. It gave them till 3 PM their time. So the three to five o'clock hours for them were, were off limits for me. Um, took some 10 and 11 o'clock calls fine. Um, but didn't want to make that a regular thing. So just having that conversation with my clients, uh, was much easier for me. Did Mm -hmm. I have to, could I have said, yeah, I don't take calls after 3 PM Eastern. Sure. Um, but depending what my zoom background, I don't think they had blur back then. (laughs) Um, See the Eiffel tower outside my window or something. Well, but, and you know, the thing is too, is it doesn't have to be, you can put it in, you can tell them, but in a way that it's, it's focused on them. Right. Versus just so you know, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be overseas and instead take, go head into, Hey, I just wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of traveling. I'm going to be doing a a little bit of moving around. I'm going to be mobile. Well, however you want to put it for the next couple of days or whatever. Um, but I just want to make sure that you are aware that's not going to impact anything at all. Mm -hmm. I've made sure that I have perfect Wi-Fi. We'll be able to have calls. Deadlines are everything is perfect as is. Um, I just wanted to let you know that you might see a different background or, but it's not going to impact a thing. When you convey it to your clients like that, what, what problem could they possibly have with it? 
Yeah. And in fact, I mean, it's a benefit to them. I always laugh at a, a client who called me her copy elf because she would go to bed at night and I would be up, you know, while they're sleeping, do, writing my copy. By the time they get to the office the next day, copy was already done for them. Um, so using the time zones to your advantage is huge and it's a huge benefit to your clients. Not that you have to turn around and work for your clients in 24 hours by any means, but there's just that benefit to, you know, they they go to bed. If you're up at nine o'clock or even earlier, pretending I had a six hour time difference in my case, obviously the time mm -hmm. difference might be more or less, but, um, you know, so nine o'clock, my time was three in the morning, their time. Yeah. So by the time they signed on at, you know, 3 PM, my time, I'd done almost a full day's worth mm -hmm. of work. Like, and mm -hmm. so they, here you go. Um, it's such a benefit to them and to you if you want to use the time zones in your advantage that way or vice versa. If you want to work their hours still, you could very reasonably work whatever your client's hours are or need to be for meetings and spend all of your daytime doing your sightseeing, having fun, mm -hmm. having a good time before you sit down to work. Yeah. You know, I think for so many of us, if we are, if we have previously been in offices or maybe in offices for most of our working lives, the idea of being able to work from home is amazing, which I think a lot of people experienced in, uh, in, in during the pandemic, um, those who, who were able to keep their jobs, um, the it's it's like wow i'm working from home wow i'm able to work from the kitchen table or wow i'm able to work from from my home office and that that is it's really really awesome but we if if you are not working on staff in an office you have the opportunity to do even more than that you know yes absolutely work from home and enjoy that and and make that work for you but we would not even challenge you, but just encourage you to take advantage of that. You know, yes, you've experienced working from home and it's really, really cool, but now step outside of that a little bit. Go work from a library or a coffee shop or a, um, or, or a hotel lobby and then see how, see what that brings to your day. See what that brings to your creativity. See if that makes it a little bit easier for you to be fresh when you are working from home. And then beyond that, we'd encourage you to, if you have the, if you have the schedule, you know, I know sometimes with family structures and kids in school and all that kind of stuff, but, but if you have the ability to travel as you work or, you know, intersperse, give it a shot. It can be such a, a fun experience. I've always loved working in the morning, getting my stuff done, and then spending the, the rest of the afternoon exploring you know, whatever city or whatever country I'm in, you know, we, we, we have this amazing opportunity. And maybe again, if you're, you're on staff right now, maybe you don't have that opportunity at this moment, but eventually you may head in that direction. And we have the opportunity to, to be working from anywhere. I think we kind of owe it to ourselves to at least try it sometimes to try actually working from anywhere and seeing what that experience is like. And then tell us all about it. Yes. And then tell where us where you, you are. You yeah. We'll meet up with tips. you. Yes. <laughs> okay. So your assignment, should you choose to accept it, we encourage you to, is to try working somewhere outside of your home this week. Pick a coffee shop, pick a hotel lobby, even if it's just for a couple hours, give it a shot. And then assignment number two 
is just do a little thinking. If you could travel somewhere while you were working, working and traveling, where would that be? Think about that. Let us know. Very, uh, very interested. If you're anywhere near Barcelona, check out that cafe uh, and check in and just let me know how it is. I'll meet you there soon. And so with that, we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.